Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Oh, it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Winter is coming. Toss a coin to your witcher. They mostly come at night. Mostly. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. Geeks out on Joy 94.9. Oh, Miranda. Folks, welcome back. I'm Miranda Sparks. You may have heard our current guest on Drive with Dee and Warren earlier today sharing his story as part of the Deadly and Proud campaign. He's here now in full geek mode to tell us now about Indigenerd. Keenan Muir, welcome to Geeks Out. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, great to have you. Now... You launched the first Indigenerd convention in 2019, highlighting pop culture from an Indigenous perspective. In your, yes. own, in your own words, how did Indigenerd come to be and what are its goals? Yeah. Um, so Indigenerd came about uh, out of this event that I had to organise and bring over from America. Um, so... Yeah, from the main thinking of bringing over Indigenous Comic-Con over, I thought, oh, well, there's a there's an even bigger missing platform here for our people. Um, out of that thinking grew Indigenerd, which is a platform for Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander people but it's also inclusive of our allies who, um, uh, you know, want to see more representation in pop culture media. Um, it's it's a creative space for all of us to come together and talk everything geeky that we love. So, you know, on that for a moment... Tell us about your love story with Geekery. You know, like you love superheroes and a whole bunch of pop culture. When did you first find it? Yeah. Um, oh, that uh, would have been a while ago. Uh, so when I was young, um, spent a bit of time at the Royal Children's Hospital. It was there I found, fell in love with, uh, these comic books of, you know, Batman and Superman and Green Lantern and all of these sorts of characters. But growing up, I started to notice there weren't really any uh, stories or characters depicting around my own growing up as an a proud Aboriginal boy, there there just weren't any characters on the sheet that look like me, that talk like me, that act like me. So I 
did a bit of research through my university. I centered a lot of my work around the, um, the importance of Indigenous representation uh, in these sorts of media and communication spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then from that, it just grew and grew and grew until I found more people who had the same sorts of questions and ideas. And, yeah, I created a whole business, I guess, out of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, over that sort of time, like, have you found that that representation of Indigenous people has grown? It has grown, I will say that. Um, although I think there still is the missing issue of a lack of diverse uh creative people in these industries. Mm. Um, So when I think back to, you know, Marvel or DC in the 90s, a lot of um, these African-American characters or um, Indigenous characters were typically written and designed by, uh, by writers who weren't from those cultural backgrounds. Mm. Um, and I think if you do have an Indigenous person, for example, behind the creation of an Indigenous superhero, I think you'll find organically that they will input some elements of their own personality, their own cultural traits, their own community into these characters. I mean, uh, I, I definitely know through my own knowledge of comics, I can only think of three characters who are indigenous to this continent. Um, one being Bishop of the X-Men, although that history is largely overlooked. Um, I know of one character in the Avengers uh, during the Jonathan Hickman series from a couple of years ago. And yes. one from Grant Morrison's Multiversity. But these aren't exactly wider characters and again they're informed by non-indigenous writers and creators and i'm sure there's this yes. whole wealth of talent that's out there like you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm sure you have a, a closer finger to the pulse on it than yeah. i do um what sort of great stuff is out there that folks aren't being connected to right now um in so within australia there's uh, there's no other um, publishing um, agency, I think, more than um, Magabala Books. Uh, they, they, you know, they publish um, Aboriginal created uh, books and books for children, but they also do have a look at some graphic novels uh, and comics. I. I do my best to hit up the um, the indie circuit, see what's being created from you know from your own community in your own backyard. You never know what's going on. Um, in terms of something overseas, I'd probably give a shout out to Red Planet Planet Comics, which was 
actually how Indigenous Comic-Con got started. So Red Planet Comic Books are the first comic book distributors who only um, supply and distribute Indigenous uh, created comics and graphic novels. That, that seems a real sort of ironic thing there, that uh, the first publisher to really pick up um, Indigenous content like that comes from the United States. Yes, yes, no, that's pretty funny. I think that's just a testament to the pathways, the opportunities that um, that they've created for their own community. Um, that's not to say that our own community don't create these pathways. I think we just need that assistance of having our allies, having our community work working together to create these sorts of opportunities. For sure. Um, and, you know, you've done a fair bit of, you know, work exploring pop culture in academia and you know you've gone around the the convention circuit doing um panels and the like what sort of reception is there um from folks when you talk about the need for indigenous representation yeah good question um there's always a mixed response um you're always going to have uh those perspectives that um, probably aren't, aren't the kindest when, when they do end up asking a, a question. We try and be as welcoming as possible, but sometimes, uh, those questions can reflect elements of racism. Um, but I mean that the whole point of Indigenous is to break that whole cycle of thinking and show that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander culture is alive and well. It's resilient. It's not centred around our history. We're continually evolving. Um, and, yeah, I, we. this is proof. Indigenous is proof of that. Absolutely, and that uh, you're all part of living cultures that are here and present and deserve to be celebrated. Exactly. Um, you said before, Indigi-Nerd is not necessarily just for um, Indigenous people and Indigenous pop culture fans that you're looking to bring um, allies together um, yeah. as well. And, you know, I'm guessing, you know, that's part of you know, creating these connections and pathways um, between creators and fans. What, you've got a, an Indigenerd event coming up in in August of this yes. year. Yes. Um, what kind of thing can folks expect from that? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, probably, yeah, I'll go back to um, what the, the actual space of Indigenerd is for... Um, yeah, an inclusive audience. We, we're not exclusive in any way, although we do focus around 
Indigenous creativity and content. It's open to all community. Uh, if they're if they're interest, interested in this sort of idea of, uh, you know, unlearning what you might have already in your mind and then relearning um, potentially new ways of thinking, new perspectives on the world from an Indigenous lens, uh, then, yeah, Indigenous is definitely a a place to start that conversation. Our event in August, uh, it's so when I created Indigenous, I didn't really have a lot of time to launch it. It was sort of uh, at the same time as creating this business, I was deep in the middle of delivering Indigenous Comic Con. So I didn't really have that time to celebrate this amazing platform that I created. So I guess this opportunity is for, yeah, us as a community to come together and celebrate this, this platform that is Indigenous, celebrate you know, have a look and focus on the Indigenous creativity and culture together, um, it, but it's just going to be a fun night. That sounds um, absolutely incredible. And unfortunately, that's all the time we have for um, in this segment. Um, Hina, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we'd, no love, we'd love to talk to you more um, as the event is, is closer to the date. But um, yep. in the meantime... You can hear more from Keenan as one of the storytellers as part of the Deadly and Proud campaign. Just head to deadlyandproud.vic.gov.au and find out more about IndigiNerd at indigenerd.com.au. Keenan, again, thank you so much for joining us on Geeks Out. Thank you. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. 